You know what time it is. You know what time it is. Yo, what up? Welcome back to KF Culture, the podcast with your boy, Young Weasel, on KF Culture YouTube channel. What's up? I hope everyone has been amazing. First of all, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much to everyone who has subscribed and has been watching the content on the channel. Thank you so much. Really appreciate it. And to the new viewers, hit that subscribe button if you are new to the channel. And don't forget to drop a comment. Also, don't forget to like the video. It's so cold, I can't even speak. I can't even speak. Yo, and if you see me, and if you see me um, with this hoodie, a lot of times it's my favorite hoodie. You know, cave merch, you know. Weird like it's your only. Um, So yeah, thank you once again to everyone who has been watching. Really appreciate it. Um, my mother messaged me and she, she, she told me, Yo, you need to um, make your mouth more visible. So, yeah. So, so normally I had the, the, can't get to this thing's name now. Um, yeah, I can't get to the name now. But it was normally like here and the mic was different. So now um, I put it on the side so you can basically see my mouth and not think it's a voiceover that I'm doing um so yeah and the other thing all all the podcast episodes will be only only on YouTube uh I was gonna leave it on Anchor as well but then I realized the two things that I wanted it doesn't do anymore sorry uh normally before the podcast i always eat something so then i have like indigestion and funny burps and stuff so bear with me um uh yeah the two things that i that i wanted it to do it's only available in the u.s it was the donate that i always that i spoke about in the three episodes back or two episodes back of donating and it's only available in us and there's also sponsorship where you get companies to put ads on your or in your um podcast and yeah and the crazy thing is when i when i made the account the anchor account it showed the um donate feature which was weird so then i was like damn it's not there anymore so then I was like nah if it I'm just gonna leave it on YouTube people just have to watch people just have to watch it on YouTube and uh, let's see and there will be a guest today there will be a guest today um, it's just gonna be telephonic or yeah telephonic because you know the whole epidemic thing going on now and it's spreading like crazy so uh social distancing as much as possible even though it's it's kind of difficult to do that 
especially in the in the working environment so yeah we just have to be be with it um yeah so remember every sunday a podcast episode every sunday i'm gonna push to keep that schedule of every sunday uh what else what else what else what else okay so the guest um i'm i'm recording a bit earlier so that there's an indigestion that i spoke of um i'm recording now that i'm already on the ball and then when he is available still like a few hours then he's only available then i call him and then we chill um he's a amazing 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 artist cape town what's up he's a cape town artist um he is into the car scene and he is also a photographer which is dope um i know some people told me to the um is the podcast is going to be correlated and no it's not going to be as i mentioned way before in the first 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 episode um also link up for the first episode if you didn't watch it yet just check here on top and also if you did not hear me the first time subscribe just there at the bottom just go bottom subscribe he goes by the name of ready b but government name reden beerwinkel if i'm saying it correctly i hope i'm not butchering his surname uh i tend to do those things sorry um but yeah i'm gonna call him now trying to get uh, calling Are you all set up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was having some <laughs> audio problems because my cable came out all time. Um, yo, what's up, man? You live on Cave Culture the podcast. What's up, man? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? <laughs> I like it when you say that. By the way, I always watch your podcast and then I'm like, "What's up? What's up? What's up?" Yeah, 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 yeah. People, up? people, people need to know what's up, man. Um, so how you been, man? How you been? I'm always good, always good. Just busy, but always good. Oh, sure. How are you? Um, nah, I'm easy. I'm easy. It's just like super cold, like super, 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 super cold. By the I way, know. by the way, by the way, I want to say thank you so much for supporting Cave Culture and supporting Cave Culture the podcast. It really, 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 really means a lot. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. I'm all about local. So yeah, anything I can do to help. That's me. Shot through shot. Okay, first, 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 first question. First question. Yeah, I just say before we start. Oh, okay. Can I just say before we start? I'm nervous. Why? Because I don't know what you, I don't know what you're gonna ask me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I didn't like tell you what I'm gonna ask you, but it's not gonna be anything. Um, if it is like too crazy, you can always just say no comment. Because that's what I told. Like okay. that's what I told. Like um, Ashon also. Like yo, if you don't wanna answer it, just say no comment. Okay. Okay, cool. Five 
Okay. Uh, by the way, guys, this is episode four. I forgot to mention it. Episode four. Oh yeah, I, I already started recording before I called you, just in case. Um, no problem. I, I didn't know if I was gonna have any audio problems or anything. So first, I want to ask you, how did it all start? Photography. Sure. Um, it started with me being stupid. Actually, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that clown started. Like I literally, um, my sister was the one that first had a sort of attraction towards photography. She bought the first camera with her own money, and she was really like into it. And then I saw what she was doing, and I was like, "Oh, but I want to try this as well," because you know how we big brothers are. We don't want to mess up on anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I. I played around with the camera and then I liked it. I liked what I was able to do, what I was able to create. I think I was, um, I've always been a creative at heart. I have always been someone that wanted to produce content and wanted to create some new things. So I ultimately bought myself a camera and then I went to Seapoint Sundays. Okay. Yeah, that, okay. that, that was the thing back in the day. Um, so we had Seapoint Sundays and then me and a group of friends, we used to go there. And then um, I started taking pictures at these Seapoint Sundays. Wait, question. What? And I started... Sorry, sorry to interrupt you. What is Seapoint um, Sundays? Okay, it's like, um, it used to be, it's not, well, I don't know if they have it anymore, but I don't go there anymore. But um, it used to be like, a, um, we go, we all go to Seapoint on a Sunday, all the cars, and it's like a park, like a massive park um, on the beachfront and like, you know, people just show off their rides and chill out and, you know, it was, it used to be a thing. It used to, after a while it became scene point Sundays, like it became a whole political thing and people, yeah, but that's a different story. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, that's basically where it started. And from there I loaded onto my page and my page grew, uh, grew like, yeah, very quickly. Like people were just liking everything. And even though the pictures were hogwashed. Can I swear on this podcast? Yeah, yeah, it's cool, it's cool. You can. Okay. That was bullshit. I didn't have days, okay? <laughs> but, um, yeah, people liked it and it just grew from there, basically. Um, I have to say, yeah, your photos are super amazing. Like, I saw them as well. I'm like, oh. wait, what, 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 what program do you use, by the way? Because I use Lightroom. What, what do you use? Yeah, the proverbial um, Adobe Suite. Um, Lightroom Photoshop. I sometimes use Illustrator as well, just to add a little detail. Okay. So yeah. Other question. Other question. I eh? do people constantly ask you for discounts. Yes. Is yes. It, is it? Isn't oh, that but, like annoying? Oh, but you, my friend, you're supposed to be helping me. Oh, but um, you know, we our, our financial status is not so quiet. Like we're struggling. You know. You're struggling, but you drive a golf seven like I go. Since when is this now? You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, all the damn time. It's the same with like um like weddings also. Like I feel like people like it happens a lot in weddings as well. They plan for everything else, but the cameraman they want to say, "Yo, don't you want to do the shoot for like a thousand rand or something like that?" They're like, "Huh?" Imagine. Imagine. That's crazy. And your your your, your equipment. Album. Yeah, your your equipment is already so expensive. Now, exactly. and that's a problem in general i feel with photography as well like or people actually they want this billboard quality photos and videos but they want to give you minimum wage that's super 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 crazy it's so crazy and you know what people legitimately get angry at you say 
if you tell them, I am going to charge you the price that I'm going to charge you because that's my price, then they're like, oh, you were never my friend. And, and then I'm like, oh my God, like seriously. <laughs> Other thing, uh, favorite camera and lens. Oh. This must be a difficult <laughs> one, maybe, maybe. Yeah, this is like, because um, you have the, between photographers, you generally have the conversation of first things first, do I go crop sensor, do I go full frame sensor? Then you go, do I go mirrorless, do I go DSLR? So now it's like, I don't know which one, but I've always been a DSLR shooter, and I think I will always stay gang, gang. Um, a DSLR shooter. I'm not a, yeah, I'm not a... I'm not a big fan of the mirrorless cameras, even though they, they deliver amazing results. True. Um, my favorite camera is, at this point, probably the 1DX Mark III, which is the new one that was released. That thing is mad expensive. It's oh my so God. insane. Oh my gosh. Like, it covers a variety of areas within photography. It's so versatile. It is super expensive. Like, I mean, it's so expensive. But it's so worth it. Every single cent is and worth the body, it. And the body is like crazy big as well. Yeah, I know. It feels really firm in your hand. And the frame rates are insane. And um, yeah, so it's just amazing. And then my favorite lens out of all the lenses in the world would be the one that made me or that gave me my... Cloud. My fame. My fame. Your flame, okay. In both covers. Okay, okay. Fame, yeah. <laughs> Which is my my 50 mil 1.8. I absolutely love that lens. Yo, that that's nice bokeh, especially that 1.8. Very nice. I like I Very like. Nice. Do, do you prefer um, what's that lenses again? Uh, the zoom or do you prefer the prime lens? Because I'm a prime lens fan. I prefer the prime lens. Yeah, definitely. Because prime lenses have an advantage over zoom lenses. They don't have all the they don't have all the um, sort of. Uh, parts built into the lens because mm. in order for a lens to zoom from one focal length to a to another one there has to be certain parts in the lens that work together to achieve the 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 focal length that you want to zoom into yeah so with the prime lens there's no, no need for you to actually zoom in or there's no need for there to be extra parts in the lens to be able to perform at a zoom level so quality wise it's going to be better um optically it's going to just perform much better so yeah and low light i love the fact for low light yes um the other question i have for you i don't want it to sound like a, a what's the name an interview like you said there on your on the the car but it's even interview. <laughs> no but it's it's like it's like a, it's like a kick it oh by the way what okay. the um the car talk with ready b and also where did ready yes. b come from and also another question if must ever um stutter sorry um am i saying your name correctly reden beerwinkel yes okay cool. that's right i was almost gonna okay. say beerwinkel i was like what <laughs> <laughs> people do that all the time <laughs> but i was like no it's not beer oh, it's beer. beer shop yeah okay. something yeah so um car talk with Okay, so I'm, I'm going to answer the first question first. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so Car Talk with Ready P was... Okay, let me start with the Ready P part first. Because okay. I think that it will, it will be more sequential. Okay. Um, so one day I was busy doing a shoot for someone, a car shoot. It was a free shoot, by the way. And um, we were just... I was doing my thing and, and he then decided he's going he's gonna to call me Ready. 
he calls me Riri. Mm. Like he calls me, but he's calling me Riri. And no one ever called me that before. And then I was like, why did you just call me? And he's like, oh, Riri. And I'm like, but oh, why did you, how did you get to Riri? He's like, oh, no, Riri, Riri just sounds like no, same yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And from that moment on, I was like, that's so catchy. So I'm just going to add my surnames um, uh, in the, the first bit of my surname to Riri. And that's my name. So that's how I came up with that. Um, so Riri B, and then it started trending on social media. People started calling me Riri B all over the damn place. <laughs> and um, yeah, that's how it worked. And then caught up with Riri B is really me being spontaneous and daring, I suppose. Um, I'm someone that's very controversial. I am not the most loved person in my area of where I operate. Um, because of my strong opinions and the fact that I, you know, I, I talk, I say something as it is. I don't, I don't, um, I don't sugarcoat stuff. So I yeah, just, if it is the way, or the way that I see it, then that's how you're going to get this from me. So if you don't like that, then you're not going to like me. Um, so I one day went onto a live because I was so frustrated with what was happening on social media and I wanted to voice my concerns. And I went onto a live and I just started like going at it. I was just, I was basically talking to myself if I'm thinking about it now. <laughs> I was basically talking to myself, but then people started joining the live yeah. and they started, they started interacting with me. And then I was like, this is actually something that I could do as, as like a, a, a thing, you know? Yeah. And I started doing, um, Oh, and then I, I did um, a show for Automotive Journal on Facebook called uh, Weekly Chats. Um, so I was a host for Automotive Journal on Weekly Chats on, on Facebook. And then people started asking for more and more content. And that's when I decided I'm going to do um, more content on my Instagram. And I did about two shows a week and people started asking for more and inboxing me and DMing me and all this stuff. And then I decided, okay, I'm going to do this every day of the week. I'm going to have a different person um, on there to discuss their stories, et cetera, et cetera. And so it evolved. We only have 30 minutes and I can talk a lot. Eh? Nah, it's cool. It's cool. I have a few, te- few topics here as well. Um, German stance and stance for change. Explain. Okay, so German stance <laughs> was another rebellious thing. <laughs> was another rebellious moment in my life. <laughs> Because I started in the car community by joining a crew back in the day that was called Mark One Crew. I don't know if you can remember. Um, they were based in Craftentain, basically, and um, what's up? most what's of the up? members Kf, were there. What's up? Yeah, exactly. And um, I used to stay in Craftentain, by the way, but I, stayed, that, I used to stay I there for a very that. long time. To be honest, I didn't know that. Shout out. Man. Yeah, wait, I stayed, wait. but I just stayed for a very long time. Other question, wait, we, what area are you now situated? I'm in Paul now, but I'm moving again soon. Oh, the movers and shakers. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so um, I belong to a group called Mark One Crew back in the day, like way back in the day. And uh, my car was stock standard. It was high as shit. It looked like a piece of popo. And I, was, I, still, owned, I still owned the Mark One. And um, I then, I, I sort of grew in Mark One Crew and it became a whole thing. I became part of the management team of Mark One Crew, um, worked my way up, became an executive. And I found that there were things within the team that didn't sit well with me and that I didn't agree with. And um, yeah, so 
I left. I'm not going to go into detail because it's too much to go into, <laughs> but I left. And um, I then decided, but there's, there's, a, there's, a, there's a market for this. There's a need for car groups and car crews and stuff. And I decided I'm going to start my own damn thing because I was basically running that club. So why can't I run my own club? True. And that's when I started. I started German Stance um, Crew first, and then I rebranded it to German Stance Southern Africa. And Stance for Change is basically a subsidiary of German Stance Southern Africa, and it's a non-profit organization that's aimed at giving back to the community and involved getting involved in like projects and stuff like that. Okay. Uh... So that's basically. Wait, you already said how you got into the stance scene, but like at what point you said now you were in a crew, but at what point did you decide, look here, I want to get into the stance scene? Um, at the point, oh, my friend's going to kill me for telling you the story, but I have to tell you the story. I don't know if you know, if you know a guy in Crafenstein called Diego. Diego, I know. A Diego Davey. He stays in Crafenstein. He's from Crafenstein. I'm bad with names, but probably if I see him, I will know. Yeah, you'll probably know. Anyway, so my best friend is getting married to him. But at that time, when um, when we were, when they didn't meet yet, uh, we were like, like, she used to come to me all the time in Berlin State, like um, every night almost, she okay. used to come over to me. So, um, dun, dun, one dun. night. No, no, no. no. Um, so... <laughs> So um, one night she was driving to to me, and then she met Diego and Marquan Crew because Diego was part of Marquan Crew at that time. She met Diego and Marquan Crew on um, on the R three hundred, and they then you know stopped her, and it was a whole conversation. Da da da. And then she came to me and she's like, "Oh my god!" She just like walked into the house and she opened the door and she's like, "Oh my god!" You would never know what just happened to me. I'm like, "What?" You didn't even say hello or greet or anything. So she walks in and she's like, "Um." I just met this amazing group of people. They're part of a crew. It's called Mark One Crew. And I, I think we should join this thing. I should, because we both had Mark One at the time. Um, I think you, we should like, join this thing. You know what I mean? Like, it was so amazing all the time. And I'm like, a car club? No. I'm not doing car clubs. No. Leave me away. And then we started exploring and we started like looking into it and stuff. And then we went to the first meet. And then I started liking it. Because like the vibe was cool, everybody was interacting and talking about cars, and it was very interesting. And that's basically where everything started out, and my love for like the star scene started out, and it just grew from there. Grew from there. Um, as you were talking yeah. about the the stars community, what challenges do the stars community face, in your opinion? How loud! You need like two hours for this answer. <laughs> <laughs> There are way too many challenges. But um, on a serious note, uh, I think, like I said the other night on my show, and I need to be very careful about what I, how I say this now. Now say it like it is. We, this is the okay, yeah, no, podcast. Like, don't come here. I'm not scared of people. People know I'm not scared of them. But anyway, um, we need to start looking from within. As stances, we need to understand what are the things that we are doing that are causing the issues in the stance community. Because... As individuals, we are the ones that are causing the problems. <clears throat> and what I mean by that when I say that is we are the ones that are creating the sensation. 
we are the ones that are creating unnecessary bad vibes between people by going onto social media and posting hogwash about other people, bashing people's cars, um, saying that the one is better than the other, anointing people as kings and queens of the stars. I'm like, who the hell gave you the authority to anoint people? What, what god is this? God of stars. You know what I mean? So, like, that for me is just next level hogwash. And I know people hate me for being of that opinion, but I couldn't care less. I don't care. Okay? This is how most people feel in the stars community. So, challenges definitely that people are not appreciating what others are doing. They're not taking the time to actually understand the amount of work that goes into building a car or even to enter the stars community. It takes a lot of guts and a lot of um, hard work to be part of the stars community. So, yeah, that's that's just one of it. I mean, there's like a million. <laughs> but that was like the main, you feel, the main one. Yeah, that was like the main one. Um, I heard like, well, not heard, I know of, you are judged, judges like at the, you were judged like at the car shows. So, how do a person become a judge? Can you just say, yo, I want to be a judge, yo, bro. I know, I know, and I've been watching YouTube videos. I know how cars should look. Can I be a judge? <laughs> no, you can't just become a judge. <laughs> no, um, I think <clears throat> in order for you to be a um, reputable judge, and I want to, I want to use my words very nicely here so that people understand what I mean when I say this. In order for you to be a reputable judge, you must have the credentials to back up. Um, what you say you can do or what it is that you say you offer to the to the community. If you are judging a car, you need to know exactly what it takes for a car to enter that specific categories that is there. So if, for example, I am judging a show and shine and um, I don't understand what best paint entails, how the hell am I judging something that I don't know what it entails? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I need to understand what are the levels in the stance community? How do car, how are cars built? Mm. On what are the foundations? Um, what are the basics that people need to cover in order for the car to be considered a stance car? So you need to have experience. You must have experience in the stance community. You must know the deeper meaning of what is stance. Where did where did all this originate? What is the the basics of stance? Like. Not a lot of people know that stance actually just came from the cars being lowered. Like just the fact that the car was lowered, it was dubbed as a stance car. Yeah. Um, but now you have all the additions that's being done. So you have the body kits being fitted, you have the wheels being um, fitted to the car, you have wings and headlights and all these things being done. So it's really evolved from where it originally started. <clears throat> but if you don't have the foundation, you can't, you can't judge something that you don't know nothing of so credentials are important and experience you must have those two things the other thing um since you're talking about judging now do you think they judge fairly at shows uh just say yeah man certain or no certain shows <laughs> yeah uh certain shows because <laughs> i know like same cars win like a lot of times from what i've seen like online so yeah that's a very controversial that's a very controversial topic and i'm going to tell you why it's controversial um 
when you judge a car show, there's a certain criteria, right? So you'd normally see judges walk with a piece of paper and they yeah. would like be writing on it. So that is the criteria uh, which you need to follow in order for you to judge a car. Now, um, the reason why the same cars win generally, this is a general answer, okay? In some cases, people bribe judges. Okay, they do. Uh. They, they, they are people that bribe judges. And judges get bribed. So there are those. But generally, for example, I've judged um, at least like three or four car shows that the same car has won at. And the reason why that had happened is because according to the guidelines that is set out um, by the judging sheet and all the, the, the scoring criteria, that specific vehicle generally or genuinely meets all the criteria. And none of the other vehicles at the show can meet all the criteria. So as a judge, you can't go, you can't put your emotions into how you judge. You have to judge fairly. And the way you judge fairly is by judging according to the criteria. If the car meets all the criteria and it is seen as the best one in that category, then the car is going to win. Tough luck, okay? You need to freaking up your game. That's what you need to do. If you don't win, up your game. Yeah. Um, get some tips. Um, so yeah, that that that's why it's controversial because while that is factual, right? There's also this the thing of there are certain shows where those same cars go to, but then there is a better car. But because the judges know that person or the organizers know that person, that person still wins. Now that is unfair. Oh, it's messed up. Do you know what I mean? And people get so upset online. I see also then they post, oh, I didn't win. I put all this into my car and yes, I didn't win. Yes, exactly. But they are just, they are keyboard warriors, okay? They also need to just take a chill pill and just, you know, relax. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I have two more, like, questions for you. Okay. Uh, or topics, basically. Uh, who inspires you in the car scene in Cape Town? Who inspires me? Yeah. When you uh, is this wait, not from like wait 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 what car do you have at the moment? Is it still Mark One? I currently no, I currently have a Polo, Polo, a Polo Vivo. Okay. Yes. The 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 normal upgrade from the Mark One. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. But like, who inspires you in the car scene? Um, as a stancer. Stancer. Or as okay, as a stancer. Keep them. Um, for me, definitely, without a shadow of a doubt, um, Nawal Moses with the bag Sirocco, oh, yeah. um, who is married to Nadir Moses. Also has a car. They are, just, they are for me, the, they are a power couple in the stance sense of it all. Okay. Because they genuinely have a love for what they do. They are very, very humble people. They are doing what they do for themselves and not for anyone else. They are genuinely building their cars just because they love building cars. And they are doing such a good job because that is their vision. That is their creativity. That is who they are. Um, and many people may say that, you know, they think that they are the coolest people. No, they don't think they are. Okay, let's just set the record straight. They are amongst the coolest people in the stance community because they are so genuine and they are so humble and they embody what what I believe people should be like generally. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's why they inspire me because I would love to do it the way that they are doing it. 
Wait, and also, uh, why why does it look like Stan's people are so rich? Like they can modify because a car now and then do because they're hiding change. problems uh, very well. <laughs> <laughs> oh my word! Oh my word! Okay, I have the the last topic for you. That I ask, I ask this like whenever I have a car person on the show, I'll ask them. The first one I ask you now, the second one, and the final one is top five car groups in Cape Town. Top five car groups, um, in my opinion. Yes, in your opinion, no one can shoot down your opinion because <laughs> you have a voice. Yeah, can mine be on the list like my old one? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's cool. It's cool. Ashwin had um, broken law first, and then everyone else below. Yeah, because like hello, mine is like the most important to me. <laughs> um, okay, so top five car groups for me is my own uh, German Stone Southern Africa, and then um, the Republic of the Ninety Tours. Absolutely love those people. They are so amazing. Um, Lowstadt. Definitely one of the most inspiring groups that I have ever come across across South Africa. Actually, um, is, does it have to be Cape Town? Does it Cape only Town? Have yeah, because this is this is oh, Cape Town to the podcast for <laughs> for the for the Cape Town. For Cape Town for local. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, and then um, the other group that I'm also really um, inspired by. Gosh. Opal Squad Limited, and I'm saying that because the reason why I did that now was because I, I feel like they should have been on the top, at the top of my list. Because honestly, the relationship that I had or have with Opal Squad Limited is just like next level. Like they are such amazing people. Um, Leanne is one of my very good friends, and I absolutely love her. So Opal Squad Limited. So that's how many? That's three now. No, that's four. four. Is that four? So it was German Stance, the Republic of Ninety Tours, Lowstadt. Um, Opus Squad Limited, and then I need one more. Guys, this is not in any order, okay? Like, <laughs> this is not in any particular They're order. Judge you. Just, They're like, gonna judge like, you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, what is number five? Yo, actually, I need to think about. It's weird. You okay? Now nah, it's cool. So yeah, like I was saying before, my camera did his own thing. It's weird. You didn't mention um, Cape Stones. Oh Lord! Why did you have to pick that? Up? I'm just, I'm just asking because, like I told, um, like I told Ashwin, like, well, for me personally, I knew of them before any other car group. So that's why I'm just asking, because they are like the OGs. Yeah, I'm not denying that. Um, let's just let's just say that it is preferential. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. This is a very difficult question for me to answer. You can just say no comment. <laughs> because of certain, because of certain, yeah, because of certain things. So I am. I'm, I'm just gonna leave that at that. I'm just gonna say it's my preference. Um, I'm not denying that Cape Stance is one of the biggest in South Africa, and they have done amazing stuff. They have made great contributions. Um, Tariq has been really instrumental in a lot of stuff that it, that they've done, but they're not making my top five list. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. just my preference. Okay. Now I, I just thought I'd bring it up because I'm like an outstanding out, out, not outstanding outsider of the car scene. So I just I'm just like 
spectating and seeing yeah and like i don't i don't know i don't know i don't know the whole vibe with all the crews and stuff like that so when i see like they do like dope workmanship then i just look at dope workmanship yes so oh yeah shout out to all the crews that you mentioned shout out to everyone that you mentioned all the the car peoples shout out to them um so yeah you still have you you have four so your last one i have one left okay so um the one that i'm going to insert there is i don't know if they still exist <clears throat> but um, i'm going to mention it anyway I don't, you probably know robin she's also from Craventine. um oh, yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Mm. so she started a group called Hungary Republic squad and i absolutely love those people they are the reason why my brand grew the way that it did um the f- amongst the first pictures that i took was of on republic squad members so i really appreciate them tremendously i love robin absolutely love her she has always been a good friend to me i don't know craft the people are just generally good people i think because i've only had good experiences with yeah, craft no, the people it is yeah it is and, and maybe if you go over the bridge it might get a bit hectic some of the parts oh. but I, th- i feel like all we all have areas where it could be a bit rough or a bit dangerous yes. but that's normal that's cape town for you um yeah. where can the people find you on instagram social media me. they can find me email. Um, everywhere where where yeah, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. Not email. <laughs> no. please leave my emails alone please <laughs> your social media handles I'll, i'll put it in the in the link in the description as well so they can find you there um but just say that love for the people so they can hear if they can't read okay um so i am on all the major social media networks i'm on twitter i'm on instagram and i am on Uh, well, I don't want to delete my Facebook actually because Facebook irritates the crap out of me. Um, but okay, let's start with Instagram. My handle on Instagram is at I am underscore stance blogger. That's spelled S T N C blogger underscore ready B. So if you don't like my username, then you don't like it. I don't care. It's mine. <laughs> um, so it's I am underscore stance blogger ready underscore ready B. And then on Twitter, it is. Uh, now I need to think. Uh, it's Stars Blogger, so it's Twitter in a while. Yeah, I have a new, I have a new Twitter. So it's at S T N C B L G R underscore Ready B. Okay. Sure. And then on Facebook, it's just my name. And then of course, my pages on Facebook is my name as well. So it's Reiden um, in inverted commas Ready B Biervakel. And then my photography page is Ready B. Photography and videography essay. Yes. Dope, dope. Too much dopeness. Wait, I have another question I forgot to ask. Did you study photography? Okay. Absolutely not. I am self-taught. That's dope. Not student of photography. Self-taught. Okay. Nah. Self-taught over here. Nah, that's dope. That's dope. That's dope. I'm. I'm I watch a lot of YouTube videos. Yeah, I do the same thing. I do the same freaking thing. That's what I do every time. I do the same freaking thing. I, I YouTube every. Oh, day. can I just mention this? I I really just want to say this. 
there are such a lot of inspirational photographers not only in cape town but in south africa and i really really just want to mention like five of them okay in south africa uh, in in um in joburg and in pretoria and all the other places i'm going to mention it generally in the stars community there is mob culture okay so that's katie um he is from mob culture then there is um oval peterson he is the guy behind the heat um amazing photographers i mean like next level amazing photographers okay they are such inspirations then in cape town we have um south african car culture uh-huh. which is mika okay. and then we also have people like um shamil shamil harris um greasy monkey uh-huh. Okay. And then we also have, um, well, Tariq Ajam is a very good photographer yeah, in general. Dope, he, he does amazing work dope. as well. Um, and then there's, blog- there's bloggers and bloggers and everybody else, but I'm not going to mention one of them. But those are the people that I really just, they stand out in the crowd. And I really, they are inspirational. And they should just continue what they're doing. Shot, man. Shot, man. Uh, thank you once again for joining me on the podcast. Really appreciate it. For taking time out on your busy schedule, I know you're a busy person. And is there a show tonight on the uh, car talk show? Car talk. Unfortunately, not. I have to postpone the show because of load shedding. Because Scom decided that they're going to have load shedding between eight and ten in my area. Oh, and the show yeah. starts at eight. Yeah, weekdays at eight p.m. So yeah, that's not going to work. And load shedding of my guest is between half past six and eight. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, can't this get any worse? <laughs> Yo, that's so crazy. it's crazy. Um, yeah. But once again, thank you so much. Um, really appreciate it. And I will stay in contact with you. So thank you very much. Safe. Thank you for the opportunity. No, it's and cool. we'll speak soon. Are we safe? Bye. And there we have it, guys. It's your boy, Young Weezer. We came off a dope. A dope, a dope, a dope chill session with Mr. Reddy B. You know how it goes. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. Yo, it's kind of um, longer than I expected. Pause. Pause. <laughs> We're on 44 minutes, but I'm sure if I edit it, it won't be... St- so much lengthy but let's uh, let's hope it's you guys will still enjoy it even though it's like crazy lengthy um thank you so much to everyone who is watching and stay tuned till the end of this podcast i really appreciate it if you are new to the channel don't forget to subscribe please do not forget to subscribe and like the video and also drop a comment um on today's video uh who's your top five car groups in cape town and who um inspires you in cape town in the car scene and everything photography that we mentioned what's your favorite lens um when did you start holla emmy holla holla drop it down in the comments below please do please do thank you again so much for watching i'll see you guys in the next episode safe